Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley show. Remember, I'll be out at Common Grounds tomorrow, four to six. And if this, if my following guest is in town yet, I don't know when he's going to be coming in. It's going to be an early, early morning at uh, Saturday, of course, with eleven a.m. kickoff. He may come on in from Austin early that morning. It is Brian Davis from the Austin American Statesman, my longtime friend and colleague. And Brian, it has arrived. I know probably. Uh, you're trained to think that Texas OU is the biggest weekend of the year, but I think we both know this is truly the biggest weekend of the year. It is Baylor, Texas, and if this is your last trip to Waco, I hope you make it a good one, sir. Well, thank you for having me. You're exactly correct. I can't think of anything more, more exciting than the dirty, unwashed masses from Austin, bango, bongo, beating folks from, from the 512 coming to hang out with the good, clean Christians of Baylor. There's just no no doubt about it, sir. This is exactly why we wake up every morning and put our feet on the floor. No doubt. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you got to tell your nation, the Longhorn Nation, Georgia's no longer has a tent at the game, so I do not know where to send your people. I mean, it's a really sad deal. They're going to have to have their own tailgates because so, so the – what do they do? Do they just stand around and wave the chicken fried steak in the air? Is that, is that what they do now? It's just, it's just unbelievable. I mean, are, you gotta are, go, are they, we not they, animals? You have two locations, uh, the one on 19th or the one out in uh, Woodway or kind of in uh, near Midway High School in Hewitt. You could go out there, but that's the best we can do. They are no longer at the games, and uh, that really became a big-time hangout. You remember over at Floyd Casey, uh, the, the Georges would be a place the, the Baptist could kind of go hide across the street, and the Longhorns are, are a lot bigger into uh, drinking in public. So uh, it well, is uh, – this is going to be – this is a fascinating matchup in a lot of ways because, Brian, what you've seen is – I think Texas thought it had a chance to be having the season Baylor's having, and 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 I think this becomes usually I, I you know I can joke about it, but let's not act like the Longhorns think of us as some kind of huge rivals. But I think based on what's happened, this has become an even bigger game for the University of Texas because they really really need to win a football game. I mean, yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, I mean, yes, you're right. All jokes aside, Texas needs this one bad. And uh, but does that mean they're going to get it? Mm, I don't know. I mean, because here, here's the thing: when when you really drill down on what the Fighting Dave Arandas are doing there in Waco, it's it's really impressive. I think uh, the way that they are running the ball to the perimeters, uh, you know, lead the league in rushing. They have a very good nose tackle that, you know, I certainly like and wrote writing about for Saturday. Um, and, and, and they just seem solid all the way around. And I think, I think one of the problems that Baylor's had this year, um, it's just, they're, 
just no there was no real expectation. So now they're six and one, and everyone's like, well, "Where's this team coming from?" Right? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like no one really knew anything of what to expect, and they just keep winning games. I'll tell you this, Matt: the, the BYU game got my attention only because um, you know I've seen what BYU's done to Texas, and 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 with the whole Big Twelve realignment everything happening there and for Baylor to just turn around and get a big win against those guys. I mean, that, I thought that was very impressive. The Baptist over the Mormons that, that impressed you. And uh, that will hopefully become, we're trying to audition people to replace some of these rivalries. You know, we like playing Texas. <laughs> we liked playing OU. This basketball rivalry had become really fun. And of course uh, the, the old horns coaches have had trouble against coach drew but this Chris Beard thing, at least we'll get it for maybe a couple of years. But now hold on with football. for uh, Let's stay there for a minute. Bijan, I mean, this was one of the reasons Herman's gone. They didn't run him enough. I remember you beating him up via Twitter yep. and all those different places. How, how in the world? And this year you got a coach who arguably almost runs him too much. I mean, he gives the man <laughs> a lot of touches. Um, but, but now I'll tell you, Baylor has had – Brees Hall gave them trouble. He got outside, and that sucker's a great running back. So I think, you know, line one with Baylor will be finding a way to shut down the run. Everything else comes after that. Is Bijan, in your estimation, you've been seeing him every week. Is, mm-hmm. is he one of the top two or three backs in the country and one of the best backs you've seen at UT in quite some time? Oh, no question about that. I mean, I, I put him right up there with, with Cedric Benson. In terms of of, uh, of athletes wow. in Texas, I mean, I, I really do. I mean, look, I, I've said this, I've said this, and I'm going to stick with it. In my time covering college sports, there's only been two athletes that really got me on the edge of my seat. One was Adrian Peterson, and the other is Bijan Robinson. I mean, that's how that's how much I think of this guy. And it's like you know, you just want to see him get in open space. And let him do his thing. He spins. He spins away from tacklers. He's got. A, he's. He's working on his stiff arm. I mean, he. He just does everything that you want to see in a dynamic athlete. Texas's problem is just they can't block for him, right? They don't have enough linemen to uh, roll through there, uh, you know, and create some open holes. And my whole thing is, is that why aren't they using him more in the slot, out wide? You know, they're trying to run him on wheel routes, and, and Casey Thompson sometimes pulls the trigger, sometimes doesn't. Um, you know, but, he, but that's a very, very dangerous check down uh, that, that they have there in number five. And then, I, and then you're right, in, you know, they ran him too much against TCU. Probably need to see a little more Roshan Johnson this week, and I think we will. But, but look, this is still going to be the number five show, um, as it should be, quite frankly. Tell me about this. Uh, talking to Brian Davis, Austin American statesman, has covered the Longhorns, done it well. I'm a little bit hurt that some of those tech athletes you didn't mention. What's my man's name? Michael, the wide receiver that was so great at tech. You were out there Michael on the Crabtree? sidelines. What's that? Crabtree? Michael yes. Crabtree? He wants a word with you. <laughs> that man made you sit on the si- on the edge of your seat. And I'm trying to think no, of some well, of those uh, no, Texas I, Tech I, basketball athletes, I, too that I have personally covered. I didn't cover that tech team. I, I, I covered tech, but I was long gone from tech when that, when that group came through. Oh, okay. Oh, you had, okay. You'd gotten out of the business briefly when, okay. And then got right back into the business when you got the, right. the Bevo beat. 
Now, what about this uh, quarterback? Now, you'll, you'll find out about Gary Bohannon. The man throws a beautiful deep ball. Now, I kind of feel like Casey may be a little similar in that. And again, all I'm basing this on, I remember uh, this Texas OU game and then the uh, uh, that Alamo Bowl game. I loved watching that kid play. But now, what when he's when he's on, what does he do? And when he's been a little shaky, what does he do? Well, the biggest the biggest thing that they had that they had the most problem with after they made the switch was trying to get. Uh, some connections with deep balls. And, and that was because Xavier Worthy really wasn't up to speed yet and, and how to play at this level. And Josh Moore, a lot of focus was on Josh Moore. So they were really struggling with deep balls. That finally seemed to click against OU. Um, but then they started just giving him different looks, you know, to where it just sort of, you know, with any quarterback, you want to make them think, right? Because if, if they have to think, then they're slowing down, Right. Um, and because after both the Oklahoma and the Oklahoma State game, the players would come to the press conference and they go, "Yeah, well, well, they started doing things we hadn't prepared for." And I'm like, "Oh, that's not good. You know, no. um, that's a problem." So, you know, Casey's Casey's much more mobile than Hudson Card. Um, I, that really helps him. He can keep plays alive with his legs, but at the same time, you know, guys got to get open. You know, receivers have to get open and linemen have to block for, for him to, you know, make things happen and have a chance. All right, and, and just so you'll have your eyes peeled, this Jalen Petrie is the best player on the base, on the Baylor team, number eight, and, and he'll come flying through there. And so I think that'll be a, it'll be a really cool uh, matchup because he's the smartest player on the defense and anticipates things. But then Texas, obviously, with Sark, has some great things they do. Now, defensively for Texas, it, obviously they, they faltered late in games. How much of that is just getting worn down? I mean, ha, have they had moments where they look pretty competent on defense, but for, for they've just been out there too long? Is that a, is that a big part of it? I mean, I, I guess you have to say yes, because, you know, when, when you're talking about wearing down and missing tackles, uh, that's that's clearly uh, been an issue late, but, but I don't know. I, I just think they need I just think they need better better playmaking ability. Quite frankly, um, you look at what happened against Oklahoma State. Uh, Demarvion Overshone missed the last three quarters because of a concussion. Mm-hmm. He's going to return this week. Um, you know, Jalen Ford is a guy that that everyone down here is really high on because he's made a couple of nice plays. But, you know, people want to see more from Alfred Collins. You know, he needs to step it up. Keandre Coburn, he needs to step it up. Um, I personally haven't really liked what they've done with their with their rush edge uh, edge guys. They're not getting enough pressure on the quarterback. Um, that, was, that was true before the two Oklahoma schools, uh, and it's still true now. I mean, uh, Texas is not getting home. They are – they might be pushing the quarterback around in the pocket, but they are not getting the quarterback on the ground. That's a major problem. And so uh, you're taxing the secondary too much. And then when you factor in missed tackles and time of possession, it's just it adds up to a lot of trouble, you know, it seems to me. All right. Well, you're going to get to meet the wide nine offense. And these, these <laughs> linemen, they can move around. This is some BYU, some Mormon influence. Although I think I'm sure that's I not. Think, you sure that's not nine Baylor students running running onto the field wearing mesh, yellow jerseys. Is that what that is? That's the Baylor line, sir. And it's become <laughs> so big they can't even get them down there at once. It's a huge group. 
Okay, and when, when when we introduce the Baylor line, that's when things get a little you know get a little crunk, as we like to say. That's right. Uh, and uh, so anyway, by the way, did you get a peek at Chris Beard's team? Uh, Scott Drew and company have kept us at arm's length so far. Uh, I, I do. I, some of my spies did get to see them play against the Aggies. Um, by the way. <laughs> I don't think Buzz has got that thing rolling yet. Ooh, I think that's a rough bunch from what I understand. But um, is this Texas group? Now, you've seen a lot of great athletes. But what it seems to me is this is the first team in a while that might be with Beard, you know, top five or top ten worthy. Are you getting that same feeling? Oh, there's no question about that. I mean, you look at, you look at the seven transfers that, that he's brought in. Almost all of them uh, were all conference winners at their previous stops, you know. And, and we're not talking about you know just scrub schools here. You know, Marcus Carr, all Big Ten, uh, Timmy Allen, all all Pac-12. Um, I mean, these these are guys who who were the best players on their previous teams. Those teams just didn't win. And you know, you could say, well, then that must say something about these guys too. Well, I don't know. I mean, a lot of these. I think I want to say there are five. Uh, players on this team who averaged double figures at wherever they were last year. So um, there, there's a lot of scoring options. It's just a matter of there's only one ball. And, you know, how, how is this all going to fit? Uh, no, we have not watched hardly any practice. And okay. no, I have not, you know, haven't really heard much about how Texas's scrimmage against Houston went. Uh, they, they, met in, they met at the AT&T Center in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Kelvin might be sitting on another Final Four team. I don't know. Sampson's uh, Kellen, uh, Kelvin and Kellen, his son, do a tremendous job there. So, anyway, this will be fun. Remember, the real reason Texas left the Big 12, they got tired of being beat by Scott Drew, all right? <laughs> well, I, I definitely like what you're saying about how Baylor needs to test out some new rivals, right? The Baptists yeah. have already beaten the Mormons. This week they can beat up on the Heathens. It's going to be great. I, I think this is a great chance, a great chance for the for the Sikkims to really, really give 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 Texas the, the old heave ho in, into their new conference. All right, uh, we will bring the great unwashed into our stadium at least one more time, and we'll see you up in the press box. In fact, I've asked for upgrades on all the the drinks and food this week for our UT brethren. So look forward to seeing you, buddy. Well, as you know, we only travel in Cadillac style. That is correct. Thank you. Sir. <laughs> That's right. Okay, there he goes. Brian Davis, the um, beat man for the Bevo beat for the Austin American Statesman. Coming